Westerville's own Lauren Schmidt-Hisrick is the showrunner, executive producer of The Witcher. Season 2 is out Friday. I've watched the series Season 1, Jerry, twice, and she joins us. Hi, Lauren. How are you? Hello, Lauren. Welcome back. Hi, guys. Good morning. How are you? Kind of hot having a showrunner on. You're a pretty big deal. <laughs> I, okay, I would not go that far. That is silly. You know, and it's it's one of those titles where we always heard director or producer, and showrunner wasn't something we didn't hear of until the last five or ten years, I suppose. But like Taylor Sheridan on Yellowstone, the showrunner, uh, runner rather, and you with The Witcher, that is a you're like the top dog on set, right? Um, yeah, I mean, we're really the creative force behind the show. Yeah. Um, but you're absolutely right. It's not something that um, up till five or ten years ago that people were talking about. Writers kind of wrote the scripts and went away. And I think now we're there to sort of see our visions through to the very end. So when the actors, when you have a star like Henry Cavill, in, who's your star in The Witcher, are you allowed Friday at 4 p.m. to go, look, Henry, I know it's going to be a long weekend, but we got to finish. Can you kind of crack the whip on these stars, or is, is it you have to be real careful with the egos? <laughs> no, there's, you know, I mean, yes, there's always egos involved, but no, there's honestly no whip cracking. And the reason is, is because by the time that we start shooting The Witcher, all of the actors have all of the scripts. We have talked about them. We've gone through them sort of sure. line by line, scene by scene. And so by the time we get there on the day, uh, we know what we're doing. And honestly, like, that is how a show like this is made because it's so huge. And we have so many moving parts. I mean, we carry a crew of anywhere from 400 to 800 people all the time. So, you know, wow. if there's whip cracking to do, it, it's like the weeks before we start shooting. Right. If we get into shooting, it has to be a well-oiled machine. Lauren, sure, Jerry doesn't sure. know Hollywood, that you have people under you that do the do the yelling at the actors and actresses. <laughs> you just don't get it, Jerry. She's the boss. I don't have to yell. There are yes. people who do that for me. Hey, so. <laughs> so last time we had you in studio, you know, season one, it's a, if people don't know The Witcher, and it's huge books, video games, you had huge premieres. I think you had like L.A., New York, England, London. This time with COVID, is there any premiere whatsoever? So we did one premiere in London, and we actually, I think, kind of got it in uh, right before COVID started shutting things down there. Um, so it was a pretty big premiere for us. But as you said, like our entire press tour was so much smaller. I'm honestly in a hotel room in Los Angeles right now. And I'm doing like, you know, I did 32 interviews yesterday on Zoom. So that is that is what press tours look like now. Wow. That's are, you, are you going to be coming uh, back to Central Ohio for Christmas, Lauren? Yes, I will be there right after Christmas, actually, for a couple of days. Nice. I, you know, I need to see my brother. I have to, I have to see my brother. So yeah, our, this is the only boss. time. Boy, only... it's a whole family of bosses, yeah. isn't it, Torg? <laughs> it is. It really is. <laughs> when you were in high school in Westerville, were you in the drama club? Was this something you knew you were going to, you know, you were drawn to? Theater? and. Um, I so wish my brother could answer that for me. Absolutely not. I was not in the drama club. I was in the marching band. So oh. uh, that's what I did in high school. Now, you know, I was always a writer. I've always loved to write, but I didn't ever think that it was a career. Um, I went to college to be uh, a doctor. I wanted to be a psychiatrist. Um, and you know, You'd work in on this show. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's, it is true. It's funny. I think that part of my job as a showrunner really is being a therapist. It is being there and talking to people, making sure they feel heard. Um, so it did. College trained me pretty well. 
Yeah, and as a screenwriter, you that's what you do. You create, you write. Is there a specific, if somebody out there listening, or I'd be interested as well, is there specific software that you recommend for somebody that wants to perhaps give their hand at, a, at screenwriting? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I write on Final Draft. That's Final Draft. Most people yep. write on, and it's uh, it's great software. It's all I've ever used. Beautiful. Yeah, I use it too, Jerry. Good it's, tip. It sits there. No, you're, you're, you're a draft, but it's beer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, Lauren, I'm curious about when you get a show this big and season two's out Friday and it's already season three's been ordered, and this was like the most watched Netflix show when it came out a couple years ago. You have a budget, but it's a fantasy action, sci-fi, a little comedy in it. How do you keep the budget when there's something this big? <laughs> um, that's, you know, after therapist, it's like accountant is my next job. Um, you know, honestly, like Netflix gives us a certain amount of money and we have that money to use and we don't have any additional money. So everything we do is about prioritization. There's certain costs, of course, of, of shooting, of, you know, renting equipment or, you know, uh, the lease for the land. All of those things are set costs. Mm. Everything else is flexible. And so when we're writing scripts, we always have to keep in mind what stuff is going to cost because we can't go over and that, you know, if we look at an episode and say, okay, there's a huge Geralt fight against three monsters, that's going to be really expensive. So the rest of the episode needs to be trimmed back to leave space for that. It's all about priorities. Lauren Schmidt-Hisrick is with us, showrunner, executive producer of The Witcher. Season two is out Friday. Does this so the first season did followed books and then did a little flashback, flash forward, current day. How does this season take place? Um, this season, I think fans will be excited to know that it's much easier to follow. It's all on one timeline. You join our characters, Geralt, Siri, Yen, together on their journey, and uh, it's sort of just a roller coaster ahead from there. We're still based on the books. Um, this season really follows a book called The Blood of Elves. Um, but as always, we've taken a little bit of creative license, adding some stuff in, making sure that it feels exciting enough to, to propel people for eight hours. I mean, also, it's on Netflix. We hope that someone finishes watching an episode and immediately watches the next one. Um, in season one, we had so many people who had actually rewatched the series several times in the first weekend it came out, which is wild. And given the success of the show, Lauren, is there a possibility that the scripts will outlast the show will outlast the books, or is there enough material there that you can keep drawing from that? Well. Um, you know what? There's so much material. Yeah. Andrew Sapkowski, who wrote the uh, the original series, there were seven books when I started. He's actually continued writing books as we go. Oh, they're still um, coming out. Oh, yes, okay. Yeah. So wow. it's still coming out. You know, we also have started um, working on some spinoffs as well, which is really exciting because those take these sort of moments from the books that perhaps aren't able that like we're not able to explore thoroughly on the Mothership series. So we've got a new um, spinoff that just finished shooting called Blood Origin, and it's like the history of the continent. You get back into sort of where the continent was before all of these characters that we're with today. And you're the boss of that too, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's good to be And you learned. have an animated uh, spinoff too, right? Yes, yeah. We had an animated movie that came out um, this past summer, and we're in the process of writing a second one. So it's a big machine at this point so yeah. do you do you got does netflix own now he's got the books and he owns but do you have when it comes to license agreement does that mean you guys do the movies tv spinoff series video games comics do you have all that or just the movie part of it 
Nope, just just what is on television, just what's on Netflix. Right. So we have the rights to the books. Um, we have a great uh, relationship with CDPR, the company that uh, created the video games. You know, and we found, for instance, this is amazing to me. When Witcher season one premiered, um, people online started playing Witcher three Wild Hunt, um, and it was the most people that had played the game at the same time since the game had been released like three years earlier. And it sold so, like three million copies, which the, at the time, so that's unreal. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's amazing. So uh, what we have found, all of us who have this sort of stake in the Witcher universe, is that the show drives interest to the books or drives interest to the video game. Um, we know, you know, our fan base is so diverse in terms of people who obviously were fans of the books, people who uh, were fans of the games, which is mostly what we find in, in America, um, and then people who'd never heard of The Witcher at all, and we love those people too. So what's for you? What's up next for you now? Because, you know, last time we talked to you, you had the season two planned but then COVID happened and it delayed everything do you pretty much have to go like maybe like a month off and then go to filming season three or planning season three a month off that's so cute uh I don't <laughs> <think> <laughs> so, um, we are we're actually done writing season three we finished last week um so that has been in process this whole time that we've been in post-production on season two um, and we'll start shooting that next spring sometime. Hopefully, you know, hopefully the world stays safe enough for us to do it. Well, wow. gosh, what an exciting time. The second season of The Witcher drops this Friday night on Netflix. Lauren Schmidt, Hisrick, God bless you. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. It was cool to catch up. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. It was good to talk after uh, all. Uh, all right, now I got this pitch I've been wanting to uh, talk to you about. See, it's a story <laughs> that begins. No. We're at a radio station. <laughs> and <laughs> thanks, Lauren. Bye bye. Thank you guys. Bye bye.